Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sporty, number 113. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. And boy, the advertising executives got what they wanted with the World Series, huh? They got their they got their bi-coastal World Series. Yeah, their marquee matchup. Yeah. Boston and L.A. Boston is up. Did they... Uh, when we started our little pre-show chat, they were in the ninth inning. Did the game end, or is it still going on? Uh, uh, they win. Take a 2-0 two, series lead. Yeah, there you go, people. They won another one. You pretty much... Well, no. Aren't they the team that came back from 3-0 and 20 years ago? Yeah, well, not 20, but yeah. Almost 20. But yeah, 20-ish. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but it's out. It's Rich, you said it, and I kind of agree with you. They've been so dominant all year. I mean, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. I mean, it's kind of like Houston was last year. Yeah, and they're doing it. I mean, it's just I – know, I know we're a Detroit-based show, but it is very frustrating just to watch all the success these former Detroit Tigers are having, especially when you go to Boston, and it's literally from the general manager to their pitching rotation to, to people, you know – it. it, it in infield positions and outfield positions are all former Tigers. I mean, you got Dombrowski, Price, Porcello, Martinez, Kinsler. I mean, we had all of them guys plus the other pieces, and we could just never do it. Is it is we, it's frustrating? I know we had this talk before, but can't we win by proxy? <laughs> I mean, hey man, I, I you know I have a few friends who are like. You know, one guy, Kinsler, was, was his favorite Tiger. Another guy was J.D. Martinez. And they're like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be happy and celebrate just like the Tigers won if they win. And I'm like, I guess I can understand that. But, I mean, it's not like these were your favorite fucking Tigers because they came up through the organization. Right. You know, that's just how I felt about Bob Probert. But I've been following Probert since he was a fucking rookie on the Red Wings. You know, when he went to Chicago, it was like, you know, it, it, it was like, ugh. Like Chicago, really? Like they, they hate Detroit, and it's vice, and it's, and it's mutual, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but, we got him back with Chelios. Oh, we did though. Oh, yeah, we they, did. They thought the swap was going to be they take Grimson, Stu Grimson from Chicago, and they get by, and the Chicago gets Bob Probert. No, no, the real swap was they got Chelios. <laughs> Chicago got Probert. And as much as Probert's my favorite player ever to, to ever fucking put on a pair of ice skates, Detroit got the better of that deal. So, yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I understand. I, I understand. It's just, it's very frustrating. And, you know, if you're one of those guys, it's like, whatever, I'm just happy that a guy that I rooted for in a Tigers uniform is, win, is, is you know, having success, then this is perfect for you. Me, it's just, it's frustrating because. There were two years they were in the World Series, and there was a year that that it was just like the the baseball gods conspired against them, and that was the 2013 season in the, in the ALCS against the Red Sox, and it was just like they they could just do nothing right, nothing. The the minute I saw Torrey Hunter fall over that fucking outfield, that low outfield wall. Into the bullpen in, in Boston, trying to trying to catch that home run, 
and I saw the cops start celebrating. I was like, that that's it. This isn't meant to happen for him this year. And then they brought in Awesomeness and well The end. Yeah. Which speaking of, yeah. how are you doing Angels of Anaheim? Have fun with that. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, I, it's, I asked Chris in the, in the pregame or the pregame, the 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 pre-show talk. I said, "Who do you think is going to last longer in Anaheim?" Like in the end, will Awesomeness stay there longer than Kinsler was? Because <laughs> Kinsler was gone. I mean, L.A. was like, "Yeah, we're out of it," or I, Anaheim, L.A., whatever. Awesomeness will hang out longer because someone's got to run the team. I mean, you have to you have to be bad to get fired midseason in baseball. Really bad, especially your first your first year with the team. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is is that he has the best player in the game. He has a lot of talent on that team. He had one of the best players in the game and a lot of talent on this Tigers team, and he did nothing with it. Why the Angels think he's going to motivate that team is beyond me. Yeah. The only thing I can think is that Kinsler and, 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 and Upton went out there and started talking him up to, to the front office. Well, what I did, I, the little uh, bit of the stuff that I did hear about it is Anaheim loves his whole uh, uh, his approach with the, the fucking metrics. Like, that's the direction they want to go. I, okay. Uh, hire someone who's a disciple of Billy Bean, someone from that coaching tree, or that, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I To me, it's just Brad Awesomeness. The only experience he had managing a baseball team was Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic. Then it was the Tigers. And it was painfully obvious very quickly to Tigers fans here in Detroit, he was in over his head. He just... It, it, too too much too fast, you know. He he needed he needed to have a couple more years under other people. I don't even think he really did. I don't think he was like a third base coach, a first base coach. I, I, and if he was, it, it was a very short period of time. I mean, guys, he was playing not all that long ago before he got his job at managing it, you know Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic. I mean, most guys don't go from player to manager in a five, six-year period unless they're like, unless it's the days of the old player-manager type thing, you know, with Pete Rose or Ty Cobb, shit like that, you know. And those days are long gone. So it's it's a very strange move, but more power to you, Anaheim. I I, I guess I hope it works out. Yeah. But the, the, one of the funny things about this World Series is Game 2, they had they brought back a lot of the heroes from the 2004 Red Sox. And this list is pretty impressive. They, they brought back uh, David Ortiz, Pedro Martinez, Kevin Millar, Tim Wakefield, Jason Veritek, Keith Folk, Alan Embry. And they were going to throw out, the, they all came to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. Kurt Schilling, not invited. The hero of the 2004 World Series, correct? Yes, Mr. 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 Go ahead and take that that staple gun and staple my tendon into place and let me bleed through my sock into my shoe and go out there and pitch, you know, deep into the game and win you an amazing pitch. Yeah, on 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 one leg essentially. Um and of course the Red Sox are like, "Oh, this has nothing to do with his personality. It's not bullshit. It's not, a, it's not out of spite." But, you know, he, you know, he hosted a show on 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 
on Breitbart. Uh, he's, you know, had some, I don't know, he's, he's, he's had some interesting opinions that go against the mainstream, at least what the media considers the mainstream opinions. Um, and so he didn't get the invite. Now, it's also funny that the Phillies and the Diamondbacks have no problem with them. So, I mean, well, in June, I, I don't find that funny or ironic at all. That Diamondbacks I mean, team, holy shit. You know, in June, the Phillies invited him back for a reunion of the 93 National League Championship team. And the Diamondbacks invited him to come participate in a 20th anniversary alumni game in August. So, but, you know, as the Yahoo article says, they sum it up with this. But in the political climate that becomes more heated by the day as the midterm elections approach, the Red Wings have apparently, or the Red Wings, excuse me, the Red Sox have apparently decided that associating with someone who promotes the views that Schilling does is not in their best interest as they step on baseball's highest stage. This is not the first time Schilling's politics have gotten in the way of his role in the sports landscape. ESPN fired Schilling from his job as an analyst in 2016 when his Facebook post on the North Carolina bathroom debate debate proved to be the last straw for the network after his frequent controversial social media post. He was previously taken off previously taken off the network's Little League World Series broadcast after comparing Muslims to Nazis on Twitter. And they provide the link, so I want to see this tweet. Like I want to see it with my own eyes. I want to see what he said. And of course the link to the New York Times does not have the tweet in there. Okay. So my guess they, is it fucks up the narrative, is my guess. So since they can't give a source, uh, even a screenshot of him saying it, I'm going to go ahead and say, not because I'm defending Kurt Schilling, I just know how the media works these days. This is all hearsay until I see proof of it. Comparing Muslims to Nazis. But, you know, well, I mean, if you want to compare Muslim, Muslim extremists to Nazis, they do have some things in common. They're not very fond of, the, of, of our Jewish friends. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Well, I don't think it was a, it wasn't a tweet like he said something. No, that's what they, that's what they're claiming. Kurt Schilling on the tweet. The math is staggering when you get to true. Oh, the the math is staggering when you get to true numbers. And the picture he put is, it said only five to 10% of Muslims are extremists. In 1940, only 7% of Germans were Nazis. How'd that go? Oh yeah, I, I remember. I remember hearing that. I don't know if that's comparing Muslims to Nazis. That's just pointing Here. out the fact. Here, you, sh- you should see it now in the chat. Well, here, here's my thing. Uh, anyone who's a listener of this show and unregimented knows that I'm not a fan of any religion. Uh, so I don't really give a fuck. Fuck Christianity, fuck Jews, fuck Muslims, fuck Buddhists. Keep it to yourself. I don't care. We're fine. The minute you try to fucking interject that shit into my life, you got a problem. And so I don't really care if he offended somebody. I mean, there's what? supposed to be like, you know, half this planet is Muslim. So 10% of half this planet, 7 billion people, 50% is 3.5 billion 10% 10% of that is how many? That's a substantial number. Now, how many people were living in Germany during the, the Nazi uh, rule? And let's take 7% of them. And 
he makes a good point. Look what that little amount of people could do. Right. That's not calling Muslims Nazis. That's saying, look what happens when hatred is your motivator. You can... It, hatred, it gets shit done. <laughs> so, yeah. It's one way to put it. But whatever, uh, it's, it, it's just more nonsense, and this is this is this is the this is the new wonderful. Yeah, this is the way that the world works. We talk about it every freaking episode. You know, uh, you sit at a bar and you shoot a uh, staggering gaze at a woman across the bar, and all of a sudden you sexually assaulted her. You just looked at her. Yeah, but in your mind, you've already raped her four times and took her out to the field and shot her. And what the fuck? Just looked. The hell? Wow. Anyone defying her with your male gaze? Any anyone anyone uh, trying to like subscribe? You know, like put those type of like this is what you did in your mind. Let alone do it like or this is what you did. This is what you want to do to her. And are motivated to do to her, let alone did it in your mind. Give me way too much credit. I'm too lazy to do all that. Yeah, pretty much. I ain't dragging nobody. I don't give a shit who it is out into the woods to bury it. Like if I kill somebody, I'm just gonna have to stay in trial because I'm not running. Right. I'm just saying <laughs> those those type of people are the people that look at the picture I shared with you guys, his tweet, and said, "Well, that offends me." Why? It's true. Well, the truth hurts. I don't know what to tell well, you. It's well worn carpet on this show but remember Earl feelings trump facts now doesn't matter brave new world we live in well real quick I want to touch on before we move on to uh, uh, football unless you guys want to have anything to talk about with uh, basketball I lord knows I do suck so eh, whatever um, Red Wings finally got a win Ooh. I know. They, they, I, I'm waiting for them to it raise a. Ba- I'm waiting for them to raise a banner about it. <laughs> but no, Yahoo Sports put out a pretty interesting article, basically asking, "Are the Red Wings? Are the, the, the Red Wings? Are the Red Wings trying not to score this season?" Which I would answer to, uh, "They fucking better be not trying to score." Period. End of story in my book. What the fuck other cho- what, what other choice do they have? They are one six and two, dead last in the entire NHL. The best thing they can do at this point is tank and give themselves the best shot at the number one overall pick. That's it. So I, but I, I what? Are you not supposed to do that? Or you're not supposed to admit it? I understand that you're never supposed to admit that. I mean, they point out in nine games, they've only scored 20 goals. They're averaging less than two goals per game. Well, it's either that or they're just bad. Uh, the, bad. Yeah, that's about how it's summit. And then they go on to compare them to the Capitals and the Maple Leafs, who only took four games to score 20 goals each. Yeah, well, you're talking about the defending Stanley Cup champions and an up-and-coming fucking team who has one of the best young players in the league on there. So, yeah, uh, who do the Red Wings have? Dylan Larkin, Anthony Mantha. The Red Wings has memories. That's what the Red Wings have. (laughs) (laughs) 
of the way we were. Yeah, exactly. No shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just, I don't know. For, tw- for, for 25 years, we were MC Hammer in his fucking prime. The last few years, we were MC Hammer after he went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. For 20-some years, we were Prince. We were fucking well above our weight class, literally. And then all of a sudden, we became Prince after he got saved. And, and he just sucked. So, yeah, and no one wants to hear that shit, Prince. Go back to singing about Darling Nikki and shit and vibrators. Come on now. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, look, we've talked about it before. This is all, I have to believe, leading up to something. They're trying to... They're, they're 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 trying to they're going into it. This is a full rebuild. They've given up all pretense of you know anything else. Yeah, they brought in uh, Brenier as a, as a as a veteran backup goaltender for Howard, but he's not a number one goaltender. You know, it's it's plug and play. It's try to give the fans something to get their asses in the seats. And we talked about, I believe, last week how they're covering the seats now. The all the red seats in Little Caesars Arena, they're now covering with black seat coverings to try to make it look less empty when they play. I mean, so and there's there's been talk even from last season that you go to a Red Wings game, more people are walking around a concourse checking out Little Caesars Arena than they are watching the game. Which I remember that from having season tickets to to the Detroit Tigers. In 2005, outside of opening day, Red Sox games, and Yankees games, there was people constantly wandering around the concourse, and you would sit in the stands, you could smoke, you could tip back a fifth of, I literally watched people tip back a fifth of booze, they, they stuffed down in front of their pants, smoking cigarettes on the skyline seats, and there was not, not one fucking usher around to tell them to put it out and, and get rid of it. So what the fuck does that tell you? There weren't enough people for the ushers to be there. The ushers were in the concourse, making sure people weren't getting fucking stupid. Or they just didn't give a fuck. Or, yeah. And judging by the age of most of them, considering that I'm, I'm betting they were on God's waiting list, and it was a short list, yeah, I'd say probably don't give a fuck. But, I don't know. Let them tank. Whatever. It's the way. It's the way. It's it's the salary. There's a salary cap in place. There's a draft lottery in place. Once you do that, salary cap, I can kind of understand. The draft lottery to me is bullshit. The draft lottery is saying no matter how bad you are, you can still get worse because you can get fucked out of a chance to start rebuilding your franchise. Because you can finish dead last and still not get that number one overall pick. Yeah, and you could be the champion and still end up getting the number one pick. I mean, so it's just, it's, you know, whatever. It is what it is. They're doing what they have to do. Is it Red Wing hockey? No. But how far back you want to go? You want to go back to the Dead Things era? This is exactly what, this is exactly Red Wing hockey from hey. before the Iserman. You want to go back to Mike Illich giving away a car every night? Because he had to. So... Yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I it's just I I I I just gotta look at them and go, what the fuck do you expect them to do? Honestly, what do you expect them to do? They're not a good enough team to compete for a playoff spot. 
They were the worst Red Wings team in 30 years last season, and they knew they were going to be worse this year. I mean, they lost their captain, Cronwall. Is 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 a shell of what he was, and he's injured anyways. Cronwall hasn't been Cronwall for years now. There's no Iserman, there's no Lindstrom, there's no Shanahan coming through that door to save him. Well, I take it back. Maybe an Iserman next season in the GM role, but they, <laughs> but what I'm saying is there's no younger version. There's no 2018, 2019 version of them guys coming to save the franchise. It's not going to happen. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's, and we only got one more year of the sweet spot. We got all four going on right now, but I mean, basketball just started. There was a fight between the Lakers and the Rockets. Nobody cares. Lakers we, suck. We could. Yeah. 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 Trade everyone. Season's over in the first first week. Right. You know, you said the same story when I told you that, uh, Ball was a bust. Yeah, you're so you're just so many games in. Okay, that's why they call me the Ice Man. I called it, everyone. Ball's a bust. Lakers suck. Start zero and three. What the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah, yep. Zero and three. Blow it up. It's done. Zero and three of eighty-two games. Yep, they suck. Might as well trade LeBron back to Cleveland. Send you know. Come on, dude. How can you make a judgment call on any team after three games in any sport? Okay, because you watch them and see how they play. That's how. You don't just sit back and look at the box scores and the stats and go, hey, there's potential. Hey, you don't just sit back and look at the results and make a decision. Yeah, you're right. You, you got to look. You got to see if they have chemistry. You got to look to see if they could actually I mean, why even together? bother putting the first place team in the playoffs, right? Just look at how they play. The first place team, I guarantee you, plays the team. That's all stats and records. That's pointless. Has nothing to do with the stats and records. It has to do with kind of has everything to do with the stats and records when you're in first place. You get stats and records by having cohesiveness and playing as a team. You just don't show up and go, "Hey, I'm fucking LeBron James. Let me get as you know into many finals as I can for the next ten years." Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Hold on a sec. Hold on. You're fucking LeBron James. Does your asshole hurt? I'm just saying. And Uh, no, hell no. Now we know why you think the Lakers suck. Damn, I managed to get through the hockey talk without talking shit about Crosby. Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> your you fault. Just, you had your chance. My turn. <laughs> no, it's, it's not my James fault. could go to the Golden State Warriors, and you would still, yeah, it's you're showing your true no, colors. No, 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 no. It, 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 Steph Curry didn't show up and say, hey, I'm Steph Curry. Give me the three-point record. Because well, he was a rookie, for starters. I'm just saying he doesn't show up and go, that's my name. That's who I am. Give me the record. He goes out, he works, and he plays, and he has cohesiveness with his team, and it happens. Why do you act like LeBron does not is a shitty player? He's not. Okay. I didn't say LeBron James was a shitty player. Matter of fact, I'm referring that with your last comment. I am not refer- inferring anything. What I'm telling you is the Lakers as a team suck. There's no cohesiveness there. There's no unity there. There's no teamwork there. All right. The Lakers look like they, they're standing around. You've got to watch this. That's why you have to watch it. They stand around and go, well, we traded and got LeBron James, so we should be in the finals. What, what am I supposed to do? games. Watch how they play, Hoss. Three games. Right, and they're 0-3. Yep, so I guess the chemistry will never come. They won't get better as they play together longer. Yep, you're right. Blow up the team. 
Time will tell their tale, sir. That is true. So let's talk college football. What's up, seven and five? <laughs> you sure you want to go down this road? <laughs> They're going to be state's going to be seven and five. Okay, first of all, I had a buddy walk in at work today, and he was like, "Whoop whoop!" That's the sound of the police. Whoop whoop! And he's a Sparty fan. I said, "No, no, that's the sound of the ambulance rushing your green and white boys." to the hospital to get their assholes sewn up because they got butt-fucked American History X style in the shower by my boys in maize and blue. Oh, you've been, you've been waiting all, you've been waiting for days to say that, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, man, really? I'm just walking through the door and you're going to hit me with that? And I said, look, here's the deal. I wasn't ready to talk shit, okay? As far as I'm concerned, this is exactly what, this is exactly what Michigan should have been doing under Harbaugh beating state period end of story the you were brought in here to beat your rivals win a big 10 championship make the college football playoffs and make a legit run at a national championship that's what the fuck you were brought in here to do now all of a sudden wolver you know the all these walmart wolverines want to fucking jump up and down and celebrate because he beat state that's what he's supposed to do it's called step one Mm -hmm. step two is beat penn state Step three is beat Ohio State. Step four is win the Big Ten title. Yeah. Step five is do something in the college football playoffs. I'm not expecting a national championship this year. First of all, uh, I, <laughs> Alabama, the fuck out of here, dude. Seriously. I sent you guys that meme, but I'm dead serious. I think the, 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 the Raiders are going to go up with the first pick. The Oakland Raiders pick at the Alabama Crimson Tide. The whole fucking team. Exactly. (laughs) Do do what LeBron James did. All you motherfuckers, get out. All right, bring me the other team. And then they're going to go, they're going to go, which player? And they're going to go, yes. All of them. Yeah, Yeah, they had another 50-point game. So that's, you know, whatever. I don't expect that this season, but I do expect constant forward motion. All right, without these bullshit hiccups. He's what? Two and... Two and five, two and six against rivals. Get to five hundred, and we'll start. Then, then, then you can start fucking, you know, remove. Walmart Wolverines can start removing ribs so you can fold yourself in half and blow yourselves. Yeah, the one stat that did stand out to me is like we're getting excited for over three wins in the last eleven years. Like, I mean, yeah, you beat. I get it. You, yes, you beat your rival. Oh, I'm sorry. Michigan State's not their their biggest rival, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it's. Don't jump up and down for something you've done three times in the last 11 years. Look, and State's got to get over this bullshit. Here's the deal. You don't have the history with Michigan that Ohio State does. You don't have the 10-year war back and forth like there was between Woody and Bo. All right? You just don't have it. Ohio State is Michigan's number one rival. Number two is Michigan State. Number two A is Notre Dame, period. End of story. And if Notre Dame was in the Big Ten, I would think that I would say that they, they, they there's no two and two and two A. It's you're tied for for second. There's all there is to it, period. Get the fuck over it. Calm the fuck down. It's okay. All right. You can't compete with someone who the two teams that have over a hundred years of history with what? You guys have played each other what? 80 some 90 sometimes maybe I mean they have they have almost half of this country's history playing each other you haven't even hit the century mark calm down all right and and the, the, and the only reason I started talking shit was because right after that loss for state 
I'm listening to 97.1, and here comes the Sparty that I, I've missed for a decade. Uh, well, we had a lot of injuries, and the weather, and, you know, it just it wasn't, it was, we weren't playing our best, and blah, blah. Really? Well, when you were whooping Michigan's ass because they fucking sucked under Rich Rod and Hokamania, uh, you didn't want to hear those excuses. You didn't want to hear injuries. They didn't have a couple good draft classes in a row, and this is the end result. The weather. Definitely weren't talking about the weather with the trouble with the snap. So take your fucking lumps and shut the fuck up. All right? Period. And that's why I started talking shit. And to my boy's credit, he was like, you know what? I can't talk shit. You guys won. And I'm like, we didn't, it, it, that wasn't a win. That was, you're lucky you scored less than 100 yards of offensive production. Yeah, from, that is not good. From a quarterback who was declared by multiple media sources to be a dark horse just a few weeks ago in the Heisman pursuit. Okay. Wow, you, really? You had a third and 20 situation, and Marky Mark goes out there, oh, 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 wildcat. Are you kidding me? Third and 20, and you're in a wildcat formation. Who are you fucking with like that? What do you, who do you think you are? The Jets from a decade ago? Is Rex Ryan calling plays for you people? Between looking at foot fetish videos? What what the fuck is going on? I, I, dude, I... <clears throat> State needs to look at D'Antonio and go, look, you're the best coach we've ever had, but you got to do something about, the, about your offensive and your defensive coordinators. you got to get these fuckers out of here, and you got to get some new blood. This ain't working no more. This is not working anymore. I don't know if it's, if it's the scheme. I don't know if, if D'Antonio is just so hands-off anymore that he just goes, here's the overall, this is, what, this is the overall scheme I want, and you know, my offense and defensive coordinators have the the, the – the carte blanche to work how they want within them that scheme, but it's not working because to be brutally honest, both of these teams are wildly inconsistent. End of story. And I don't even know who the fuck is going to win the big 10 because Penn state looks like, do you, do you know who you are or not? And Ohio state, Ohio state got fucking banked. It was so great to see crowd shots. Wasn't it Purdue? Yeah, it's so great to see crowd shots of Ohio State fans with the what the fuck just happened look on their face because they've had the best team money can buy in the Big Ten for over a decade now. And apparently, I don't know, but somebody's money's no good all of a sudden. So I don't know what the fuck is going on in the Big Ten. Although, it, now this, I will, I'll be a good loser. You know, State got beat. They look like shit. But Michigan, did we not learn anything about the little, bro- little brother comment? Well, see, that shit got restarted back up by one of State's players, all right? And it really, you, to me, the sin, the biggest sin is you guys are still harping on something that Mike Hart said 11 years ago. You guys can't come up with new insults for each other. Call each other fuckboys or something. Something from this decade, at least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really? The little brother thing? Really? Okay. Because then the comeback was, well, you know, whatever. We're the little brother, but we got to let big sister win every once in a while. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, God, here we go. 
the gayest smack talk in the history of fucking smack talk. And on top of that, the whole locking arms and walking across the field and walking into each other and shit. Uh-huh. Really? Oh, did you see D'Antonio and Harbaugh reprimanded? Yeah. It's going to be like Urban Meyer's reprimand? Yeah. <laughs> You're suspended for the first series of, of next year's non first non-conference game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so in other words, I just come out of the tunnel 10 minutes late? All right, cool. I can do that. Not a problem. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. This this game, this week in Big Ten football just makes me just start scratching my head and go, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Purdue's looking a lot better than I gave him credit for. And as far as I'm concerned, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, and U of M have all fucking all shown cracks in their armor. They are vulnerable. Yeah, okay, great, wonderful. Michigan's got, you know, a very highly ranked defense. Who the fuck have they played? They've played two teams that were supposed to be good. One of them actually was, and they lost to that team. That's Notre Dame. Excuse me, they played three teams that were supposed to be good. Even though this is another thing that pisses me off. All the state people down talking Wisconsin, like Wisconsin ain't shit this year. Wisconsin's been garbage all year. Great, uh, you got beat by Arizona State and Northwestern. Shut up. I'm just like, yeah, I remember when the season started, and I was as a, as a Michigan fan was talking about how Wisconsin was going to house fucking state or uh, Michigan, and you guys were nodding right along with me. That was music to y'all's ears. So calm the fuck down now. All right, here so. Can can I just say I think I'm the only one that picked Michigan? You are. Yeah. I told you I got to go with defense. Michigan has the hardest hitting defense in their conference. They they're bad. Well, at third first place, they're five and zero oh in the conference. They're seven and one overall. Uh, they're the only undefeated uh, conference team. I should under the only team undefeated in their conference in the Big Ten. They're by no stretch of any imagination are they even close to the caliber of the Chicago Bears in '85 or Richie or Tampa Bay or you know the, the the Ravens, but they got that style of team right now. Their offense is meh. Their offense is just buttered. It's like there's a name, there's a couple names, and there's eh, it's just meh. But that defense, dude, you've got if you anybody who listens to this. If you want to see how to play defense, watch Michigan. Not just because they're from Detroit or anything like that. Just watch how they play. They don't give a fuck, man. They come flying at you to hit you. It, they'll illegally hit you because they want to hit. Just for the simple, they don't even care if they stop you. If you get the first down, good on you. But I want to hit. Well, if you look at the rest of the schedule, Michigan should win out. You got seven. You got number 17. You got two unranked teams. And then you got Ohio State. Which were ranked higher than? Uh, I just, I should I, are they going to? Because I they have because they have to play Ohio State at the Horseshoe. I just can't drink that deep of the Kool Aid, man. Not yet. I just I can't. I, I this entire this year's Big Ten makes me want to give up my Saturday at work so I can watch the fucking games instead of having to listen to them because. I feel like I'm missing a great year in the Big Ten because it's yeah. like the Wild West, man. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You think somebody's got him. It's going to be just like 
a great gunfight, and next thing you know, someone comes out of nowhere and back shoots a motherfucker before he even gets to fucking square off. And you're like, how did that happen? I mean, uh, Northwestern, number one in the Big Ten West, who saw that coming? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point... <laughs> at this at this point in the season, Michigan being the only undefeated team in the Big Ten in the conference, pff, didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't see Ohio State's butt fuck coming. I mean, I'm glad they got it, and I hope they went in raw and sideways on them. But I, you know, I just didn't see that coming. And State, I don't know, I. I thought I hosted a podcast with someone who claimed State was going to go undefeated this year, but I guess I just I didn't. It didn't happen, right? Nope. Is it, right, it, right, right. Ice didn't happen, right? Yeah, I amended it to seven and five after Northwestern embarrassed them. <laughs> like, wow, you played like shit against a shitty team. I know it's just fourteen and two, twelve and zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess next year is my chance to make an ass of myself. There you go. <laughs> Red Wings, eighty-two and zero. Oh. No, fuck that. I'll keep it in football. Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put it together next year. <laughs> but, yeah, that's – I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, you know, it, this this whole – well, Michigan – like, I get it. I, and I just I, – I forget. I forget because Michigan has been bad for so long that I forget that when Michigan has success, it's never because Michigan's good. It's because of everybody else that Michigan has success. Either everybody else sucks or the weather or the the officiating or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, really? They haven't won anything yet. Let them win the Big Ten. Then we can go back to everybody just fucking coming up with the same old bullshit excuses why they got their ass handed to them by Michigan. All right, everybody calm down. They ain't won nothing yet. Very good chance they're going to get stomped by Ohio State. Uh, I'd give it 50-50 against Penn State at this point. I, it's just, I don't, I, what, what the fuck can you say about Penn State, man? Yeah, they're 2-2 two and two in the conference. They're 5-2 and two overall. I mean, it, it, I don't know, whatever. If we keep talking like this, I'm going to inadvertently make a pick. I don't need to do that this early in the game. So, well, do we here's want to... the problem. It's like oh, people. Go ahead. This is like uh, Penn State, Michigan, Alabama. Oh, the, everybody forgets it's college. This is not the pros. Okay, the the people that made them great one year is gone the next. Saquon Barkley is not in Penn State. Yeah, but you got to be good at recruiting. I mean, it's uh, Alabama. Ohio State. I mean, they're they're perennial contenders. Think that's an accident? I mean, sure, we we joke that there's other factors at play, and more than likely they are. But well, it's kind of not a joke though. It there is other factors. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of people paid to send the top recruits of the country there. But no, so when, a, but a state been good for a decade on accident. You no. gotta be. You gotta be good at recruiting. Absolutely because, not. Because yeah, because like you're saying, Earl, that every couple, two or three years, your team's turning over. I think I think it's time for state to realize that whatever has been working for the most part over the last decade 
has ceased to work. And someone needs someone someone in the athletic department needs to start making some calls to some boosters and saying, open up them pocketbooks because we need to start paying offensive and defensive coordinators big time money if we want to fucking continue to, to to be up in the big time. I'm talking, you know, million dollar a year contract minimum. Because that's what it's like in college football at this point. And I mean, if if I if I remember the report correctly, State has an offensive. I cannot remember his name. Their offensive coordinator, one D'Antonio, is fiercely loyal to, which loyalty will get you fucked over in the sports world quick, fast, and in a hurry. Especially if you're loyal, even when they're not producing, because no matter what, eventually that's going to come down on D'Antonio's head. Urban Meyer, looking at you. Exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So they need to open the pocketbooks and start getting some fucking, some heavy hitters in there, some up-and-coming guys. Some guys who think outside of, this is what we've been doing for 10 years, so why isn't it working anymore? I mean, I think another thing that a lot of people don't think about is Michigan has become a football destination again in the last three, four years. Since they brought Jesus and Khaki, he's He's, he's been able to, to coerce some recruits away from MSU. You know, I mean, it's a lot in the late 2000s. I mean, how many times did we hear about, you know, recruits ditching U of M for MSU? I mean, that's got to play some, you know, they're, they're probably not getting the talent they were getting before Harbaugh showed up in Ann Arbor. Oh, dude. Oh, it was so sickening to constantly hear. Yeah, soft commit to, to U of M and then, no, decommitted MSU, OSU. Alabama, Florida, it's like, oh. And Michigan couldn't, you're absolutely right. They At that point, they couldn't compete. Rich Rod was not the guy to do it. First of all, Rich Rod tried to come in here, and I understand what they were trying to do by bringing him in and go with the spread offense and, you know, drag Michigan, kicking and screaming into the 21st century. That's just not what they're known for. It's not what they pride themselves on. And it did not work. I mean, it, it, what players from those Rich Rod teams have went on to the pros and had massive amounts of success? The answer is none. Shoelace is the closest one. Yeah, he got to be the backup in Jacksonville for like two years. And they used him as a as a, as a fucking kick returner. Mm-hmm. And and it was a running back. Yeah. Wasn't even a QB. You know, so what's that tell you? So, yeah. Brady but, Quinn had a cup of coffee in the NFL. On the Browns. Yeah, but Brady Quinn was, uh, uh, shit, who did Brady Quinn play for? One Michigan. Wasn't he Mitch? Why am I thinking somebody named Brady played for Michigan? Not, not Tom. I was about to say Tom. <laughs> Fucking goat. <laughs> he went to, Brady Quinn went to Notre Dame. Under, he was, Charlie, yeah, Charlie Weiss was, was supposed to be the genius that, that yeah. Oh, rev- my bad. Rev- revived him. God, he's already out of football. Jesus, God. Oh, yeah. He played like two, three seasons, maybe. Chad Henney is still in football. Brady Quinn is not. <laughs> yeah, but Brady Quinn went to the death march. He went to uh, the Cleveland Browns. Then he went to Denver. It's not like that was his only stop. He went to Denver, Kansas City, Seattle, the Jets, the Rams, the, the Dolphins. <laughs> <sighs> God. Well, hey, we're segueing nicely into the pros. Well, we have to talk about the trades. Uh, yeah, it's 
It'd start right there. And, I mean, let's just start with, you know, not the biggest story for trades here in Detroit. We'll get to that. But let's just talk about the fact that uh, is the whole team up for for trade in Oakland? Probably. Like, I mean, it's no one No one is, is off limits. No, I, th- Mac kind of put that out there way before Cooper. John Gruden looked at Mac and was like, no, we're good. We don't need him. You don't need the best fucking linebacker in the National Football League? Are you high? Yeah, Chucky is definitely... Uh, go, go back to go back to TV, Chucky. Like it, 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 the, the Raiders are just not good this year. Now Beast Mode's on IR, and like 24 hours after that happens, Mari Cooper, see ya! So, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's... It's over in Oakland. I mean, let, let's just pause for a sec. I know that I've, you know, buried the body before they've been pronounced dead a few times on players over the years on this show, but, I mean, is there a comeback in Marshawn Lynch? Because if there is, I'm not seeing it. Dude, he's in his, like, early to mid-30s. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires after this season. Like I, I'm just and 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 if you if if Gruden thinks that Doug Martin, he's a feature is, back. He said so today. All right, Gruden been smoking that Cali weed is what the problem is. That's that problem because no, he's fucking not. He done prove that in, in in Tampa Bay. Yeah, call Tampa Bay and ask him about it. Yeah, Beast Mode is 32 years old. He'll be 33 next year, and he plays one of the toughest positions to play. I should say, at least in today's NFL, the position where you get beat up the most, probably. Well, I mean, you know, I've 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 proclaimed, you know, Adrian Peterson's career over a few times, and backed it up with stats that usually dictate, yeah, pretty much, but. Man, he's got some second and third wins in him. So that's why I'm like, I'm hesitant about beast mode, but I don't see anything pointing to, yeah, Lynch is going to make a fucking huge comeback next year. No, Lynch is less likely to make a huge comeback than freaking Adrian Peterson, who's killing it now somehow in Washington. Well, he's, he's killing it because everybody back is injured. Adrian Peterson should might as well take a new nickname and call him, you know, the cat or something like that. Because that motherfucker's got more lives than he should have, period. End of story. And, and quite honestly, he's been average this year. But compared to last year, it's it's the needle has moved forward for him. Well, CBS Sports had an article that I, I liked the, the title, the, the headline on. Because I, I think it's exactly what he's doing and so it's a game he's going to lose eventually because we all lose it but it said you know adrian peterson keeps out running father time well eventually father time he'll catch up with you just you know what is it they said in game of thrones what do we tell death not today that's basically what adrian peterson's doing what do we tell retirement not today i mean that's, that's just what he's doing i don't see that in marshawn lynch if i'm missing it let me know please yeah, no, you're not. You know, I think it's pretty obvious after the last couple seasons, Beast Mode's best days are behind him, and they were up in Seattle. You got to head up I-5 there, son. Sit down and eat your Skittles. Yeah. But, I mean, no, it, 
anybody should have saw that. I should have, I'm the ice man. I should have called this making it, making Oakland just a shit show because there was a huge outcry when Oakland was doing real well with beast mode and everybody else. Oh, now you guys are fucking fantastic. Now you're going to leave and go to Vegas. Great. All of a sudden, see you, Cooper. See you, Mac. See you, everybody. Oh, look, we suck again. Okay, can we can we leave now? All right. I bye. think the main problem on their offense is Derek Carr. Quite honestly. Oh no, we suck again. No, dude, but that's you. You say that, and you're right. He kind of is sucky right now. But look at his last two seasons. I mean, you're the stats guy. He was amazing. He was fucking amazing. All of a sudden, this season, he can't hit the broadside of a barn if he was standing in it. He throws it to everybody but a Raider. Yeah. And I'm like, like okay, <laughs> go to go on to Vegas. Bye. Yeah, I think, and I think Amari Cooper is going to have a renaissance in Dallas. Well, for starters, because they need a lead. They, he's now the guy. What, what have I been saying about Dallas all year? They got Zeke. That's it. They got no one to throw the ball to. So I think Cooper might actually have a little bit of a resurgence here in, uh, excuse me, in Dallas. Just basically from volume alone, you'll be getting the ball a lot. You guys there? No, yeah. I, I just, you said that, and I pulled up the fantasy lead to see if he was available. He's not available. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, look, fire sale in Oakland. I have to believe they're looking to do what Dallas did when when Jimmy Johnson took over, which is they're looking for that trade that's going to get them a ridiculous haul of draft picks and rebuild that way. I could see that. The problem is who is left. You traded away arguably the best defensive player in the league. You got two first-round picks for him. That's good. Great. Wonderful. Especially considering what the what the Lions just traded for and what they gave up for the player they got. But we'll get to that. Now you got rid of Amari Cooper. I'm not exactly sure the draft pick they got, but they didn't get that, like, Roy Williams-type haul that Detroit did when they traded Roy Williams to Dallas back in the day. I mean, they got a lot of draft picks for a player that was not worth it. Mr. I'm going to celebrate every first down like I just scored a touchdown. Rookie of the year? Roy Williams? He was rookie of the year? I'm not sure, but I remember for a while they were saying that's what the Roy in his name stood for. Uh, 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 all right. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take your word for it. Uh, let's see. Made one Pro Bowl. He was the leading NFC receiving yards in the NFC in 2006. And that's all he did in as far as highlights in his professional career. He's three-time All-Time Big 12, third-team All-American, Cotton, Cotton Bowl Classic MVP, and a pile of shit in the pros. Mr. I don't yeah, tip the pizza. Catch cold. I don't tip the pizza guy, and I celebrate first downs like I just won the, uh, the Super Bowl in overtime. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know who tips the pizza guy? You guys remember Luther Ellis from the Detroit Lions? Yes. The, the, didn't, isn't Luther Ellis the guy who wore his jersey in public? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy is my mountain. But he, he loses his ID. And, 
He shook my hand and it disappeared. <laughs> How you doing, little white man? You're like, no one <laughs> has ever said that to me, and it been okay. accurate. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, he said he said some shit like that, and I'm looking at him like the wall is talking to me. I must have been tripped. They said it was regular mushrooms on this motherfucker. Liar. All right, well, let's get to the trade that absolute, absolutely nobody outside of Detroit gives a fuck about. But everyone who's a fan of any team besides Detroit and NFC North should give a fuck about. And that's Damon Harrison going to the Lions for a fifth-round pick. That is a fucking steal of a pick, of, of a trade in my book. Oh, very much so. It's, it's uh, the resurgence of Sean Rodgers. This is the first time. I've seen a trade with Quinn as general manager that I'm like, this is some New England Patriots shit. Straight up. It's this definitely is, different. This ain't SOL, same Lions. This is the Patriot way. There's familiarity with him because he played for the Jets. So they played against him. The fact that he low-key is the best run stopper the two previous seasons in the NFL and is number two this season, and he only plays about half the downs of, on defense because he's very much a specialist. He's not going to go in there and sack the quarterback. This isn't going to be, you know, some crazy-ass Michael Strahan-type shit, but this is a motherfucker who's like, what, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, something like that, something stupid, 355? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just going to sit there and be like, I dare you to run it. Yeah, he is 6'3", 355. Jesus Christ. Oh, 6'3". Okay, I was giving him like five inches, but still. That's a mountain of a man. It's a big he is, my, he is my size. I am 6'3", 375. That motherfucker's nickname is Snacks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is all there is to it. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. And he hasn't missed a game in five seasons. So that means he'll come to the Lions and go on IR in like two weeks. Well, <laughs> I that mean, is the know, lion way, sir. If that happens, then yes, unfortunately, SOL. But I have to say, listening to the local sports talk station, there were people calling, complaining, we gave up a fifth-round pick for this guy? And I'm just like, have you seen any of Detroit's fifth-round picks? In the last 20 years, where the fuck they at? Because they're not playing. Yeah, their fifth-round picks looking like number 249 and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any pick past the, the third round might as well be Mr. Irrelevant when the Lions have it. Truth. By the way, Rich is not kidding. Nicknames, Big Snacks and Snacks. <laughs> I wasn't bullshitting, man. That must be my man's always got a bag of chips or something. That's my guess. I'm just saying, man, past the Reese's. That's me. All day long. No, this is a big, biscuit-eating, two-liter-drinking motherfucker right here. This is a big boy. Yeah. Y'all have to excuse Rich. He ain't seen me in about five years. But, no, I, it, it, this is an excellent move. Uh, it got a little crazy with the people that were excited about it. They were claiming this could be the move that propels the Lions season to where they make the playoffs and win a playoff game this year. And I'm like, okay, pump the brakes, calm down. He's still under contract. 
for this season next guy. <laughs> this season, next season, and they have an option for him for 2020. All right. Yeah, he's making some money, but he's worth it. The problem is, I think you're going to run into a lot of the people who are Lions fans getting pissed that he's not in there with the the glamour stats. He's not in there with a bunch of tackles. He's not in there with, you know, a bunch of sacks. But you have one of the the Lions have one of the worst run defenses in the league. And they're starting to be able to run the ball with carry on Johnson. I think they're like what, eleventh overall in, in rushing this this year? If they yep. can get if they can get to the middle of the pack with the with their run defense, those are two things they haven't had in decades. But a distressing t- statistic that I heard the other uh, day when the Lions were playing the Dolphins, um, there's not been a 200-yard rushing game since 1998. 200 yards rushing is pretty fucking impressive, though. That's some rare air shit, man. Come on now. That girly just did it two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> look who you just said. That's true. Okay, and look who did it last for the Lions. Guy you might have heard of named Barry Sanders. I mean, come on now. We're talking one of the greatest of all fucking time. Arguably the greatest of all time, depending on who you're talking to. I said that for for you, Ice. But, I, look, I just... If you're a Lions fan, I think you should be fairly optimistic for this. If you're guardedly optimistic, it's totally understandable because you've been burned before. But you haven't had a run stopper like this on that team since Nada left. And Nada was not, not the run stopper that Harrison is. There's all there is to it. So, I mean, this is, yeah. Let's put it this way. They play Seattle this week. Pete Carroll, in the pregame press conference, they said, did you hear about the trade? And he said, yes. And I'm hoping that uh, Harrison decides to drive from New York to Michigan, doesn't make it for Friday practice, so he can't play on Sunday. (laughs) Well, first of all, it's a 10-hour drive. Pete Carroll's high. He's in Washington, so it's possible. I was going to say, yeah, come on now. With with regards to Harris, uh, we've had these people before, and Dominic and Sue, not so much. Everybody would think like him, but he's not even close to Dominic and Sue. Dominic and Sue was a killer. He was a linebacker in a defensive tackle's body. And Dominic and Sue was a was a, 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 a specimen. Harrison is a specific role player. No, Go no, in there and, and stop the run. And the best person I can compare him to is Charles Rogers or Sean Rogers. Damn it. Not Charles. His receiver with the drug problem. No, Sean Rogers. He would play at very specific downs, very specific running stop plays. Oh, we'll see. Hopefully we'll see Sunday, but today being Wednesday, maybe not. I mean, wasn't, wasn't Carlos Hyde traded at uh, Jacksonville last Wednesday and he didn't play the game. Look, if you're, if, you're, if you're the Lions, and this is this is you trying to go all in on this season, you have to play them. You hand them the playbook, and you go, look, we're only going to play it when we know they're running it. We're only going to play yeah. in goal line situations. We're only going to play in third and fourth and short, and they're going for it. And here's the thing. The fact that you're, you're sitting there looking across the line of scrimmage at him in a short yard situation, you don't want to be looking at a guy like him. 
it, believe me, if it's fourth and inches, fourth and a yard, teams are going to think twice about trying to, to fucking run the ball up the fucking gut because he's there. Because mm-hmm. the motherfucker takes up space. He is a player that makes the players around him better. That's his. That's the stat you don't see. They're going to have to double team him. Forget all these fucking. We're gonna pull this on the on, on the offensive line. This and that. That ain't happening. One of the highlights I saw last week of him on a one in sixteen was putting a guard, not only on his ass. But in the air and landed three yards back from where the line of scrimmage was on his ass. And homeboy barely moved. Think about that. So it, it, that is raw fucking power coming at you. As Mike Villani said in 97.1, this motherfucker's a Brinks truck parked in the middle of the fucking field. He ain't moving him. And watch it, watching his highlights. Have to agree, but he's not. He's not. It's not going. It's not a sexy position. He's not going to get the sexy stats. It's not going to be sacks and tackles and, and and stomping on people and you know all that shit. No, he brings his lunch pail and he comes to fucking work and he does his fucking job and he does it well. And that's what you need in teams like, like the Lions. All right. Period. We've already talked about this before. This is not a team that's led by a quarterback that's that's a, that that gets red assed and blows his top very easy. This is this is Dan, for a dude from for Stafford from a dude from Texas comes off like a fucking southern california kid. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, it was cool. And we lost the game, but there were some good parts. <laughs> we had 11 guys on the field most of the time. That's a good thing. That's something to build on, right? Like, like homeboy is he must be he must have his med card and just constantly just blue sky in it, always looking for that <laughs> silver lining. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. good trade, good pickup. If Quinn and Patricia, because I gotta wonder how much Patricia had saying this, because you know you know he watched this motherfucker play against him when he was on the Jets when when Patricia was you know still with New England. Twice a year going, God damn, I wish I had that type of motherfucker. Probably one, of, probably one of the highest pieces of praise I've heard so far about this trade come out of the New England camp when they said Detroit just got today's version of Vince Wilfork for nothing, for a fifth-round pick. Ooh, Vince Wilfork, good one. That's a good comparison. So buckle up. Pretty fucking awesome if that's true. Well, just hope the lion's curse doesn't fall on this motherfucker. All right. So shall we talk about the games? There were games. Yes. There were, well, I mean, it would start with uh, Thursday night. Uh, who, who is Denver? I mean, they're awful. I mean, granted, they played Arizona, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, and Thursday night football this week's got another shit matchup. Well, if you go by their records, not really, but how I think they're going to finish, they got Miami and Houston. Like, are we in agreement that maybe Thursday night football should be mothballed? If we're not going to have the marquee matchups. Well, the problem is you can't flex a team. You can't flex two teams in a Thursday night without causing an uproar. 
mm-hmm. players don't want to play on Thursday anyways. Yeah. They despise it uh, for the most part. Um, two is, I think it should be later in the season. And not necessarily flex it on the week of, but if you see two teams that are, you have a matchup that's going to be buried in the 1 o'clock on a Sunday, switch them to Thursday night. Give them three weeks you know, notice, whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be bitching and gnashing of teeth, but I mean the NFL is not going to fucking back off a Thursday night game because if you're a football fan, you're going to be in front of the TV watching it. Period. End of story. That's all there is to it. It's like Monday night and Sunday night football. It's the only games on. You're gonna you're gonna at least click to it and see what's going on. If it's a blowout, if it's a bullshit game, yeah, you, you you'll click away, but most likely you're gonna at least click to it once or twice. Well, now that they're not playing the national anthem, I'm boycotting them. I'm not watching any of it. That's bullshit. I own the NFL Network package. I watch every fucking game there is. <laughs> Once again, shut up, jackass. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't have the energy if that was real. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, so moving on from Thursday... I believe we had our first, or no, we had our second London game. The Chargers barely beaten the shitty Titans. My guess is maybe a little bit of jet lag playing because Phillip Rivers again, 306 yards. Jesus Christ, man. Like, how are him and Eli Manning the same age? Um, The the longer, the more I watch Phillip Rivers, the longer into his career, the more I'm, I'm firmly in the camp of, we're watching a future Hall of Famer, whether he ever wins a Super Bowl or not. He's going to quietly, low-key, get that gold jacket. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got the numbers on his side. And the yeah. Chargers, I mean, shit. The only teams they've lost to are the Chiefs and the Rams. That's pretty good fucking teams to lose to. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but let's look at their schedule. See, kind of makes kind of makes Shannon Sharp like you know preseason prediction of I can see charge the Chargers wait in the in the Super Bowl. Wait though, I'm gonna <sighs> I just suck their dick and now I'm gonna bring them back to earth. You know, list of who the Chargers have beaten this year: uh-huh. the Bills, the Forty ers the Raiders. The Browns and the Titans. The Browns are schizophrenic at times. Titans are bottom of the middle of the pack. Or the middle of the bottom of the pack. However you want to look at it. Or the top of the, yeah, the bottom of the... No, those three teams are just piles of shit this year. (laughs) Yeah, the rest of them are dumpster fires. Come on now. We're scarily talking basketball talk. But, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? That's what you do. You play that. You play the cards you're dealt. This is yeah. the schedule they were given. They go out there, they beat who they're supposed to, and they lost to two teams that arguably are the best teams in their divisions. Yeah, scarily enough, it, you know, the Chargers are doing what the Lions couldn't last year. Everybody was like, uh, fourteen and two. No, that was supposed to be real. That schedule was fourteen and two ish, and Chargers are like. Well, you know, you got the Rams and, well, you got the Chiefs, but look at the rest of this shit. Come on, y'all. <laughs> well, looking at the rest of their schedule, they're going to go 12 and 4. They have 
the after their bye week, they have the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Broncos. So maybe maybe eleven and five, more than likely twelve and four, because uh, the only teams I could see there. them losing. The only teams I could see them losing to are the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the Ravens. Because the Ravens' defense this year is fucking ridiculous. No, they're also going to lose to uh, the Bengals. Eh. Um, Iceman, call us. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with, you know, Rich just said that the, 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 the Browns are schizophrenic this year. Kind of thinking it's an Ohio thing. Because I don't know who the Bengals are. One week they're good, the next week they take a shit. The Chiefs embarrassed them on Monday night football, or, or Sunday night football. It, dude, it's the Chiefs. It was like 45 to 10. I'll get there. I'll get there. But it's the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so enough on the Chargers. Uh, New England, Chicago. Any surprises here? Uh, uh, yeah, actually. 38 to 31. That was kind of surprising. Yeah, I didn't think Mac had as good of a game as I thought he was going to have. Not to, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd take him in a Buccaneers uniform any day of the week and twice on Sunday, but I, well, I thought that was going to be more of a defensive struggle than it was. Well, he was, he almost didn't play. He's not healthy. Yeah, but at this point, okay, let's, are you injured or are you hurt? Because at this point in the season, there's a lot of hurt people. That are playing. If you're injured, then yes, that, then you go on IR or you play through the injury. For your young folks, that's from the movie program. But it's true though. Like no team is 100 percent healthy right now. None. Everybody's playing with 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 some nagging fucking injury or 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 playing hurt at this point. So I mean, I, like. I, <laughs> The better players rise above it. That's why. That's why they're in the NFL, and we're not. If I stub my toe, I don't go to work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an exaggeration, but you know, you get my point. You know, yeah. like, it's I not like I'm laughing. I don't really go to the end if I stub my toe. I'm like, I work my damn pinky toe. It's not like I work as a porn star. Like I can have full blown AIDS with a sore throat, and I <clears throat> no, I can make it. <clears throat> You know, no, I'm coming in. They're like, no, no, stay home. No, no, <coughs> I'm good. I swear. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah. I took some. I took some Dayquil. We'll be good. <laughs> Drink but, that Alka-Seltzer shit. But I mean, ultimately, the Patriots did what you know. Well, Patriots do. Go out there and win. Yeah, and and I find just like last year, all of, remember, remember the talk a few weeks ago. Yeah, it, it, it's all been quieted. The Patriots are fine. I believe I said that they were going to be fine. It, to me, the biggest surprise in this game, though, was Chicago's quarterback was their leading rusher. Yeah, Trubinsky is what? Their leading rusher. Stop the it. The whole 81 yards. <laughs> he's he's the white Michael Vick. <laughs> white Vick. <laughs> by, by the way, when... <laughs> I heard someone ninety seven one. Um oh shit. Uh who's the who's the white boy with the long blonde hair on plays defense? Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Yes. Someone on ninety seven one said Clay Matthews is the white Thor. 
And I was like, wait, <laughs> Thor is white. That's <laughs> 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 like that's like that's like saying, you know, Blade is the black blade. Or Wesley Snipes is the black blade. Wait, Wesley uh, Blade is black. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Another surprise too is Trubisky out past Brady. Trubisky was the leading passer in this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 31 38. It's like, meh. What? 333 yards. Well, well he, obviously wasn't, he obviously wasn't as efficient as Tom. I think I think uh the the the, the bigger story is uh James White. It's your time to shine, homeboy. You gonna do it or not? It's time to step up. I mean, I, I don't see it any other way. Because isn't I, I don't know. Uh, well, isn't the the unfortunately named Sony Michelle? <laughs> isn't, isn't he like injured now? Isn't he out for next week? I don't know. Oh, let me check. I'm on a fantasy team. <laughs> uh, yes, he is doubtful. Yes. And as and, and as, I, as I learned playing fantasy, doubtful means he ain't playing. You yeah. better pick someone up to, to yeah. Because I, I didn't get a chance. Well, I to lost that. to Chris because they fucking they they put out uh, Gordon two you hours. You didn't lose to me for the love of God. You lost to my cousin. I would love cousin, to claim. Whatever. I would love to claim this victory, but you did not lose to me. What right. all Le- all Lebanese people look alike to you? Racist. <laughs> They're dark. Their eyes are fucked up. You know. Eyes are fucked up. Hey, throwing the big hey, we're gonna hit everything. Throwing the big noses. Have you ever looked at Chris and was like, "Are you stoned right now?" And he's like, "No, I'm fine. Why?" <laughs> no, because because he's never answered. No, I'm fine. He's always answered <laughs> yes since the Specs days. Jesus Christ, we went to our graduation stone. We we took pictures of us holding weed in a pipe outside of the school in our graduation <laughs> gowns. <laughs> You know, we always talk about he wakes up jacked. Right. Chris wakes up stoned. <laughs> Possible. You, you, Chris, you do have a bad case of Jim Brewer face. Oh, no. That's you just always look high. No matter. It's like, uh, well, yeah, when Earl met me, I was sober. I'm like, dude, if I was high, it would look like my eyes were closed. <laughs> you get this, you get this, you get this, this, this lopsided, just pump the neighbor's cat grin when you're high. When you're sober, <laughs> when you're sober, it's not lopsided. You just have your normal grin on your face. <laughs> All, right, All right. So. Next man, we've wasted a lot of time on three fucking games. We gotta get through these. Uh, Buff- Buffalo and Indy. Wow. There's a, Buffalo's another team that should just trade for the for the Crimson Tide. No oh, shit. Buffalo's team is Buffalo's probably the worst team this year. Yeah, and Indy did it <laughs> with Andrew Luck. I I hate to say. Only passing for 156 yards, but four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Look, you World War or you 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 you, you Civil War looking motherfucker, figure out what kind of quarterback you're going to be in if you're good to go. I need to know before I draft next year's fantasy team. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, just Luck's problem. It's, again, dude, he's got... <sighs> That team's just broke down. It's been injured, and now he's back. And yeah, Indy, whatever. It's you. You won one, but 
I think Buffalo is the worst team in the year this year. By the way, They're Bills the running. Yeah. yeah. Way to way to put up a fucking uh, a, a a baseball fucking score five. Yeah. Five. How often does that does that happen? That's a safety and a field goal. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, oh, the next Detroit Miami. Forward down the field. Uh, what do you want me to say about that? I think we all called it for Detroit, right? Yeah, we did. I don't believe Miami's record. I think they are. It's a farce, and they're slowly unraveling. Their receiving leader had 84 yards. Brock Osweiler is your quarterback. Enough said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vikings, how's the Jets? Anybody surprised? No. I'm telling you. Minnesota coming out of the NFC North. Oh, doesn't believe me. And probably want to fight me on it, but yeah. Uh, Carolina at Philly. Philly, don't start celebrating until there is zero colon zero zero on the clock. Idiots. <laughs> Yeah, but it wouldn't be Philly if they did that. Carolina put up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Cam Newton looking like a world beater. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that was that was that was uh, a very uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Falcons esque in the Super Bowl performance of, by Philly there. Yeah, and you're three and four, Philly. It's it's, it's probably officially time to. To, is, is it time to call out the Super Bowl hangover? Uh, something's not right. I mean, are Well, they, they're not calling out the Super Bowl hangover, but they're definitely going, uh, what the actual fuck? Well, uh, aren't they? Isn't, isn't, isn't the talk that they're going to bring back Shady? Uh, for like a week. That shit died down real quick. Fair enough. But I'm just saying, like, if if that's a scuttlebutt that you're going to go dip into that well again, how bright could the light be shining in Philly? Is what I'm is what I'm getting at. You got Le'Veon Bell right across the state, just sitting there waiting for someone to pay him. Philly, Jesus but, God, that town would riot if they got him. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh, C- C- Cleveland at Tampa Bay going into overtime. Is Cleveland going to set a record this year for how many times they go into overtime? You know, I got to give it up to Cleveland. They're 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 scratching and clawing. They're not they're not going quietly into that good night. I mean, they're they're not winning. Team that went zero and sixteen. They're fighting, dude. They're fighting for fucking. Shit, I just had a brain fart. Who's their head coach? Uh, Hugh Jackson. That team's playing for Hugh Jackson. Oh, no doubt about it. But they also believe in uh, Mayfield. Okay. I, I can't read what you're trying to say. Well, they just think they got a leader now. I mean, how many quarterbacks has Cleveland went through the past fucking 20 years? Like 30? No lie. We've read that list before. Yeah. And now they think they actually have a leader at quarterback. I mean, they took a look at Tyrod, Tayrod, or whatever the fuck, Taylor, and they were like, okay, thanks. He's got it now. No, that's not. He got injured. Yeah, of course he did. They didn't bench him. He's injured. Sure. Oh, here we go. 
Anyway. My tinfoil hat on. Yeah. Uh, and, dude, Captain Crablegs, he's looking good in his games that he's been back. I can't lie, dude. He, th- he threw for 365. Tampa Bay Buccaneers all-time passing leader. Yeah. Ahead of Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> Could have been Steve Young, but no. Anyways, yeah. I, I, dude, I don't know what to... Tampa, you're not getting past. You're not getting past New Orleans. Yeah. Drew Brees is back, and he's in full effect, and he's feeling himself. Enjoy the wins. Look forward to next year. Although I do have to say, every time I, you won the the year of Winston Mariota, Tampa Bay won. I'm just not convinced Marcus Mariota is a good NFL quality quarterback. I'm just not convinced that, that Winston can keep himself out of trouble to stay in the NFL. That's the problem. Well, there is that. If if Captain Crablegs had Mariota's fucking demeanor, I would feel much better about him being my team's quarterback. That's a good point. I just don't believe that he... I, he is one night out in Tampa, or worse, they charter a private plane down to Miami, and the shit really pops off from another, you know, three-game suspension or more. Because Goodell's already proven, once you're in his crosshairs, you never leave him. Ask... Ask, ask Sue. Ask James Harrison. Ask any number of people. Once he's decided you're a problem child, you're a problem child for life. There's nothing you can do to redeem that. Next up, Houston at Jacksonville. Dude, I told you last week I had one foot off of the Jacksonville bandwagon. Now I, I have both feet. I left it. See ya. Jacksonville's got problems on offense. Let's be honest. And where and what has happened to this vaunted Jacksonville defense? They've been shit the last month. Yeah, they they don't look good at all. They don't look like the Jags that they had at the start of the season. No, they look like how Jacksonville usually looks. Let's be honest. You know, the last couple years, you know, they've supposedly turned the ship around. Dude, they benched Blake Bortles. Cody Kessler was the passing leader in this game. 156 yards. Yeah, that was a bad pickup on my part. Cody Kessler. And Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Just putting that out there. Uh, New Orleans at Baltimore. Uh, this game pretty much went as planned, right? It's wow. a one-point one game. Yeah, wow. Come, you know, they managed to bottle up Alvin Kamara, which is not many people have done this year. But is it time to really start talking about the Ravens might be the best defense in the NFL this year? Yes, they are. I mean, let's let's. Uh, uh. They're in. They're in the discussion. They're and in the discussion, you, but you still got to beat the Rams. No, it was a def, uh, true. No, because the Rams let by more points. The Rams have let by more points than Baltimore has. Here's how many okay. points. First week, three. Second week. Baltimore hasn't let more than 23 points by this year. They let 23 points by. No, my bad. Sorry. They let 34 points by. That was to the Bengals. But then 14, 14, 9, 0, 24. Well, I mean, I mean the, here, here's the Rams. 13, 0, 23, 
31 from the Vikings, still won. 31 from Seahawks, still won. 20 and 10. I mean. Okay, so give me the Rams offense with the Ravens defense. And done I'll deal, against, son. I'll put them up against the Chiefs. Yeah, no shit. The, the, yeah, the Rams are the only undefeated team. But, I mean, that's always been the knock against Flacco is that he's not a franchise quarterback. He's a highly competent game manager. That's always been a knock against him. And, I mean, let's not forget that the other Harbaugh brother, his seat was getting a little warm before this season started. They keep playing like they're playing. I think the heat's been taken out from under his seat a little bit. True. But, Joe, you know, Joe Flacco was the leading passer in the game, 279. He out breezed to breeze. Breeze still won. Uh, yeah, not, uh, the the Rams at San Francisco. Here, here's another game that went exactly how we thought it would. Well, yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah, you yeah, just got teams firing on all cylinders. Rams, Chiefs. I mean. Mm-hmm. Dallas at Washington. The Redskins are 4-2 and two in the shit pile that is the NFC East. The NFC East. Could, the NFC East is the Big Ten of the NFL. Alex Smith looks like he could play in shit. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck to think about the NFC East. I, I really don't. It's a fucking logjam over there, man. I mean, you take the Giants out of the equation at least. It, I, I don't know what's going to happen week to week. And you know, I think Amari Cooper. I think, uh, in my opinion, you know, his two good seasons. That's nice. I'm glad you had him. Get your money, boo boo. Off those two seasons, but ultimately, I, I don't think he's going to be the game breaker that's going to propel the Cowboys to the top of the NFC East into the playoffs and make a deep playoff run. Well, I mean, yeah. he's definitely going to help them, though. Mm, we'll see. He's got somebody better than Derek Carr throwing to him, so we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, but the previous, okay, last season, who would you have taken? A healthy Derek Carr or Dax? Who would you have taken? Dak. Really? Car. See? And the season before. Last season, even... he was a beast. That's what I'm saying. Chris, last season, he was a beast. Just, like, amazing. Like, oh, shit, look at Derek Carr just pass up his brother, and he, he is the general that is. And he's firing all cylinders. With sure, not talking about two seasons ago? Pretty yeah. sure it was last season. No, last season, he got injured, and he had to, right? No, oh, that yeah, was two that's right. Ago. That was two seasons ago. Yeah, so it was last season. And he was just killer. And now, like I said, he throws to anybody but a Raider. Yeah, I know. He looked like he was playing quarterback for Michigan State. Ooh. What? You saw you, you, you saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you watched that game. <laughs> yeah, the work he was like, here, just take it. I can't do this anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> Are you sure you're talking about the Oakland Raiders last year that went 6-10? and 10? No, talk about the year before. We figured it. We figured yeah. that out because Car got injured earlier in the season, early in the season last year. That's yeah. why I said, would you take a healthy Car if he had continued to play like he did before he got injured last year over Prescott? Well, if we're making, if we're if we're putting all these qualifiers in, yeah, yeah I know. Car, I, healthy Car versus Dak and his press Dak and his uh, rookie year. I'll take Dak. Yeah, because Dak was a beast. He came out firing. All right, my bad. I'm playing the fucking Iceman game. I shouldn't have put all the qualifiers <laughs> in there. My bad. <laughs> Goal uh, post moving. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, you know yeah. what? Do you want to talk about a rookie? Do you want to talk about a rookie? I'll say we're, we're going into Sunday Night Football. Three. Do you want to talk about a rookie? 358 
How many times has this guy thrown over 300 yards this year? Like every fucking game? Dude, he's Wait. got like 22 touchdown passes. There's 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 a, a, a stat someone pulled out their ass on the internet. It was uh, 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 shit, brain fart. Mahomes, yes, versus uh, Baker Mayfield in college football, and I think they passed for like over a thousand yards combined. Like just a fucking complete shootout. It was Texas Tech versus uh, oh shit, who did Mayfield play for? Oklahoma. Thank you. I was going to say, come on, Earl, save me on this one. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like, how the fuck did we not see this coming? You'll never forget who Baker Mayfield played for when he beat Ohio State and took his flag and went and stuck it right in the middle of the fucking O. Man, fuck Ohio State. I block everything about Ohio State out since Uncle Sweater love, Vest. Love him or hate him, I still say if Ohio State wasn't in the hallway walking back to their locker room and saw that shit, we wouldn't know who Baker Mayfield is in the pros. I'm just saying. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes completed 71, almost 72% of his passes on Sunday. Dude, well, you know, I just is... I go out there and I throw the ball and I just hope that, you know, they come down with it. And I just, you know, I put it up in my trust my receivers. <laughs> Alive looking at my home's press conference. The only game this year he has not thrown for over 300 yards was the first game. And he only threw for a measly 256. Well, you know, it's not easy being green. Starting at game one, 256, 326, 314, 304, 313, 352, 358. I I, I said it after the first couple weeks. I, I think we're looking at a special player here. Dude, that kid is for real. There is no doubt about it. That cat is for real. Like, we could possibly be looking at, like, a once-in-a-generation kind of player. Like, this might, you know, when Brady finally goes out to pasture, like, this could be the future GOAT, man. I mean, if he's... Mahomes isn't Brady. What Mahomes is, is Brett Favre style with uh, Aaron Rodgers' accuracy. That's scary. So a gunslinger who doesn't turn it over. Right, exactly. A gunslinger who is a sharpshooter. I mean, the kid is scary. I mean, part of me wants to be like, well, how long is he going to keep this up? We're seven games in. Season's almost half over. I'm saying <laughs> the kid has over 22, well, I think 22 touchdown passes. Yes, he has 22 touchdown passes. He's already thrown for over 2,000 yards. Season's yes. half over. I, to there quote Sass, man. Two, there are quarterbacks that throw for 2,200 yards in a season. Yeah. To quote yeah. Stephen A. Smith, he's a bad man. Yeah, and most of those guys that throw for 22 yards in a season played for Tampa Bay over the years. <laughs> His quarterback rating is 114 for the season. Like this, he's just, he's ridiculous. Yeah, this is this is one kid, I don't care what game it is, that's, you got to watch him once because you're, you're going to sit there and go, how did he do that? He gets flushed out of the pocket and he runs. And as he's running, he just unleashes a hell of fastball. And it's a perfect strike right to where it has to be. 38, 42, 38, 27, 30, 40, 45. The offense is ridiculous. That's oh, what they put up. They are the crimson tide of the National Football League. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm making Andy Reid look good. 
I'll just say, I'd, I'd, if you're going to say the Crimson Tide of the National Football League right now, I'd say it's the Rams. Hey, the, the, the Rams, they're undefeated. Well, they're undefeated, but they, no. No, it's the Chiefs. All right. Well, then let's talk Monday Night Football. All right. Well, apparently someone else wanted to talk. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that was an ad oh. playing on ESPN. Thanks a lot, <laughs> dipshits. Uh, the Giants at Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Eli threw for three ninety nine. He still fucking lost. Yeah, but he didn't turn it over. And Matty Ice damn near matched him. Three seventy nine with one touchdown, no turnovers. So, yeah. I mean, this I had no interest in this game simply because of it, both, both these teams are bad this year. Yeah, but man, Shepard and, and Odell, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, those guys were putting on clinics as receivers in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shepard thirty three point four average, yeah, seventeen point nine, yeah. And Shepard actually out, uh, he had out, 167 out yards. Yeah, yeah. gained Beckham, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> this might be a case of you're looking at a quarterback who never really got Earl. Now I'm going to need you to stay quiet through this. Quarterback who never really got his due because he's overshadowed by his, by his brother. That's right. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. And this has to be a swan song, right? I mean, this this is this is this one in six. Harrison being traded away. This is the Giants going. We're going into full rebuild mode next season, right? Yep, has to be. I can't. You know, Manning might start next season to, to to kick off the season. They might, they, who knows? They might pull a fucking, you know, Green Bay. Might draft a quarterback to sit, sit behind him for a year or two. Oh, they got, if they draft a quarterback, if they get anywhere close to the first round, uh, first pick, uh, they're getting Tau out of Alabama. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they might, they might say, okay, for a year or two, chill. But that's at most. And then, you know, Manning, it's bye bye. I, it has to be right. Yeah, I, it's he the just, Giants fans. That's the hope. <laughs> you too. Um, I heard the broadcasters talking, and they said it the best. The problem with Eli Manning is his offensive line, and it's a big bad problem to have because what Eli Manning does is he's like a deer in headlights. He can't take his eyes off the rush. He sees the rush coming, and he can't focus on where the receivers are. They're out there. They're open. Odell Beckham can gymnastic catch any fucking thing thrown at him, but he can't take his eyes off the rush and ends up holding the ball for like ever. And then he's like, gets hit like four or five times and gets the, I just pumped the neighbor's cat look on my face. Did you see that, Chris? What? No, I didn't watch Monday Night Football. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) Manny got sacked and rolled over and his mouth's open and his eyes are all big like, what the fuck just hit me? <laughs> and then it looks like a, a couple of a sacks later, I say a couple of sacks later, uh, he gets up looking like, what just touched me? What just touched me? 
Well, yeah, well, I've seen a couple of memes on the internet with, with a goofy look on his face, but... Oh, I'm, those are true, though. That shit happens in live games. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. Come on, Manning. At least get up with a little dignity, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, he's he's got to go. They can blame their line all they want, but, I mean, he's not hitting receivers. Like, he's just, he's he's not the player he was, dude. He got old. Let's be honest. Okay. I was being honest, and he kept telling me, Two Super Bowl rings. And I was like, yeah. How long ago? He threw. And he was lucky when he got that. Whatever. Okay, I don't have the energy for this. Are you telling me it wasn't his defense? Think uh, back at Michael Strahan and the defense got that. And one hell of a lucky-ass pass. One defense year. doesn't score points. No, but it stops the other one. And when he could throw a pass in the air and it gets caught on his helmet. The defense... Forces the other team to put up no points, and you put up no points. You don't win. I said a lot of luck. It People was luck. have to score. Okay. okay, and I said he's got luck. It's your opinion. It is not an opinion. Share with us, no matter what we say. So, dude, how did he win that fucking Super Bowl? He does not win that Super Bowl if the guy doesn't Tyree. Okay, how about this? How did he fucking get there? What they just picked his name out of a hat? Up, oh, you're going to Super Bowl this year. That's- Luck didn't get you to the Super Bowl. Defense. Again, we're back to, this is like a LeBron. Okay, you don't like Eli. We get it. All right, so let's make the picks. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Honestly, Eli was decent. He was decent. He In his Super Bowl, he had a lot of help around him. A fuck ton of help around him. Thunder and lightning, maybe, ring a bell. Who doesn't have a fuck ton of help around him? Brad Johnson. You're talking about the quarterback of the Bucks team that had, like, one of the best defenses ever? That's the one. So that's not help? You said a lot of help around him. I was talking about the offense of the Giants. Thunder and Lightning, Tiki Barber, Ron Dane. Okay, so basically you're going to give credit to anybody but Eli. I got it, dude. Let's make the picks. I was There's... giving credit to Eli. I said just, he was decent. You just said he had help around him. You just he gave, you gave him a backhanded compliment. You're like, he's yes. decent, but he had a lot of help around him. That is not he a did. compliment. Well, dude, when they left, he was shitty. What do you want me to do? You're going to make me look up his fucking record every fucking yeah. season. You, you, you might want to do that because when everybody left, he sucked. Every year, everybody leaves Tom Brady, and he's still the fucking goat. Basically, Earl did the equivalent of, you know, for a gay guy, you don't come off gay at all. Man, it's <laughs> <laughs> the flamboyance in the voice. You would never tell. You're the whitest black guy I've ever met. He's the white Thor. <laughs> <laughs> He's the white Eli Manning. Wait, what? <laughs> no, he's good. He was decent. He he got he played his position. That's what I'm saying. He's played his role. But he wasn't pivotal. He wasn't something to build around. He wasn't something that he wasn't a cornerstone. He wasn't a pillar of strength. And when he's when they put that gold jacket on him in Canton, Ohio, uh-huh. you make sure to fucking be in the crowd to heckle him about all that. Yeah, I will. Okay. Come on, guys. No, all bullshit aside. He was not a pillar of strength. When when the running backs left and his, his receiver core left, he, he couldn't hold it. He won both. Excuse me. In 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 Redford vernacular, 
Bofa his Super Bowls, all right, without Tiki Barber. He won one of them without Michael Strahan. He made the pass that won the Super Bowl, essentially, that set up the, the win for the Super Bowl to who? David Tyree, whose mother doesn't even remember that he played football at this point. <laughs> All Everybody right. remembers David Tyree. We were talking about that. It, just the side of the helmet catch. You and gotta so, have some luck. That's the only reason they remember him. Again, like the only reason luck they're gonna remember Julia Edelman. Luck didn't like, get you there. The only reason they're gonna remember Julian Edelman is because he caught that impossible pass that helped with the comeback. Yeah. That and his multiple Super Bowl rings. But, yeah, no one's going to remember him. Yeah, and ask Franco Harris about crazy catches. What Franco Harris know about fucking – he didn't make no catch. The immaculate reception? I know what he made, dude. <laughs> they don't make me school you on football. This ain't hockey, boy. All right, so the picks. Thursday night football. So, Manning, anyway – no, I'm just kidding. Jesus. Yeah. I'm just going, dude. Miami at Houston. Oh, wait. what? I do this every fucking... You think after like three years, I'd get this shit down. All right. right. So, Rich, all by himself in first place. 73-42-2 with a 623 record. Oh, you cannot sing that after picking against them against State. Eat a dick, motherfucker. I can sing whatever I want. <laughs> I just don't know the Tampa Bay's fight song. I don't even know if they have one. <laughs> Cocaine and strippers, something. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> uh, our our uh, Iceman, we are tied at 72-43-2. Anybody's game to share in the picks? Ice, Chris, me. Go. All right. Miami at Houston, Ice Man. What say you? Texans. Dolphins are never even close, dude. The, the fish are fake. Hang them over a mantle. Take a picture. They're through. Uh, I am going with the Dolphins. As much as I oh. talk shit about them, uh, Lamar Miller is hurt. Uh, two of Houston's receivers are going to be out this game. Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, Miami's going to probably have the stronger offense. So give me the fish. Fuck it. He convinced me. Give him my dollar back. Re- Re- Reservoir Dogs reference. No one. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Fuck it. You convinced me, Chris. Give me the Dolphins. You guys are sick in the head. The Dolphins. They're okay, leading. Guy, keep, keep picking Cleveland. All right. They're leading star receiver. Oh, fuck you, dude. Cleveland's had like five overtime games in seven games. A month in a row. One day you're going to get a win out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Broken clocks right twice a day. Just saying. An 8.30 a.m. game on Sunday. Won't be up for this. Yeah. <laughs> Philly versus Jacksonville. This is a Scooby-Doo fucking game right here. This is Zoinks. What the fuck is, man? Uh, Jacksonville, where'd you go? Eagles, it's time to go or or you're going under. I got to pick the Eagles. They got to go. Yeah, I'm with you. Jacksonville blows. Did you? Yeah, there was all this hype going into the season and you, you benched your starting quarterback against whoever the fuck they played last week. They weren't. So, yeah, give me the Eagles. 
the Eagles. All right, next up, Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. Oh, wait, nope, nope. How about New York at Chicago? Let's start there. New York at Chicago. The Jets at Chicago. Yeah. Tires. Monsters of the Midway at home. Do it. Like, the Jets' defense this year is a lot better than everyone thought it was going to be, but their offense is bad. Give me the Bears. Mike Ditka versus a Hurricane. Ditka. But the Hurricane is named Hurricane Ditka. Mmm. Ditka. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Bears. (laughs) All right. The local game for us. Seahawks coming to Detroit. Playing the Lions. Lions. If Harrison isn't in this game, that's a damn shame. I don't give a fuck if he knows the playbook or not. Just throw him in there on any any obvious run situation and let him do what he does. That's... I just had to say that. Sorry. Don't you have to pick the Lions here? Is there anybody left on Seattle? Yeah. I'm, I'm asking Russell for Williams, Doug Baldwin, Chris Carson. I would, I Pick the fucking game, Earl. Jesus. He, he, he said Lions. I did. Oh, okay. Lions. All right. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Lions, is there anybody else left on Seattle? Seattle's finding their footing. Russell Wilson's doing what Russell Wilson's does. He started slow, but he's coming on. But the Lions are at home, and Seattle's got to travel three time zones. Give me the Lions. Lions. All right. Uh, I'm just going to... Should I just type in Kansas City for everybody here? Denver at Kansas City. Duh. Kermit the Frog, give it. Yeah, and Red Arrowhead. Chiefs all day. Really? I was going to pick the Broncos. No, I'm fine. All right, Mark, down for the Broncos. (laughs) Give me the Chiefs. You already said Denver. Too late. I said I was going to. Uh, Washington at the Giants. Really? Do 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 do. Oh no, this is skins all day. Okay, well you're just taking long enough to say so. Yeah, Redskins. Uh, the team out of Washington. I want to be politically correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right, divisional matchup. Last time this game ended in a tie. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I picked the tie. Can I bet the tie? No, no, you cannot. I mean, you can. Well, unfortunately for the Browns, the Steelers have righted their ships, kind of. And they're at home this time. Yeah, I gave it to the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers are at home. And if Antonio Brown's pissed off, he's not playing like it. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, everything you guys said. Steelers. <laughs> uh, Baltimore at Carolina. See, this was a lot of ooh, ooh this one. Mm. Maybe if you've been smoking that ooh-wee. But, uh, Baltimore. Fuck it. Yeah. Give me... I, I said it a hundred times already this season. I'm not impressed with Carolina's defense. Give me Baltimore. Nevermore, says the Raven. Baltimore. All right. Move on to the next game. With the Colts. Heading to... Oh, gross. There's this... <laughs> Oh, wait. This is that shit's the, gross. You think this is this week's toilet bowl? No, there's a worse one coming. But yeah, Indianapolis and oh, oh, this is way worse one coming. Yeah, give me. 
I, I still don't like them, but give me the Colts. Now, serious question: Is there anybody left in Oakland? <laughs> well, I was just saying, have they with, not traded everybody away? For with face? the moves that have happened this week in Oakland, give me the Colts. Well, Gruden's still in Oakland. I thought he already packed up and went to Las Vegas. <laughs> He's already at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch taking over for Dennis. What's his name? Nice. Hoff. Yeah, the Hoff. Hey, give me the Coles. God damn it. All right. Next, we head to L.A., where the pack is taking on the Rams. You'll be all right, Aaron. This is only going to hurt for a minute. Give me the Rams. Yeah. Green Bay's got to travel three time zones. Rodgers is not at 100%. Give me the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are going to look at the Packers and go, this is going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt us. Give me the Rams. All right, this game is the Toil Bowl this week. <laughs> San Francisco, fuck? Arizona. Can we all just take a mulligan? I mean, yeah, really? Right. This is a racist game. I pick a bye. Yeah. It, can we pick a bye week? I'm just saying. Uh, you got to pick the best of the worst for 49ers. See, I, at least Arizona's healthy. Give me Arizona. Yep, right there with you. Give me the cards. Uh, okay. Breed is banged up. Garoppolo's out. Yeah, like it's, it's a match. Yeah, but Jimmy wasn't good when he was there. <laughs> Again, we're going to judge him on what? Two, three games? No, he was 6 and 0 last season. What are you talking the, about? The GOAT. <laughs> Completely undefeated. Tom Brady lost two Super Bowls. Jimmy Garoppolo lost zero Super Bowls. Give <laughs> me G, the GOAT. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sunday Night Football. This this is going to be an awesome game. New Orleans at Minnesota. Ugh. Ah. Dude, this is going to be a shootout. Shootout alert. I don't think so. Give me the Saints. You don't think it's going to be a shootout, or you don't think it's no, going to no. be a good game? I, I don't think it's going to be close as, as Chris wants it to be. I no, think I'm Drew Brees Minnesota is <laughs> Nah. Drew, Drew Brees says, is... He has one guy, and they just put Ted Ginn on IR. Minnesota, if Diggs isn't open, Thielen is. And Thielen's been a monster this year. Give me the Vikings. Have you heard the good news? He has risen, and his name is Drew Brees. Oh. But he's going to get set down during this game. Give me the Vikings. No. No fucking way, guys. All right. Only Have you guys we'll heard know? of the name Kamara? I'm just saying. Only way we'll know yeah. is when they play the game. You looked at Kamara's last two performances? Not that great. I'm not no saying less. he sucks, but I think uh, teams have found a remedy to Mr. Kamara. What do you guys have been saying the last few weeks? They got film on him now. Also, Mark Ingram came back, and that ate into his workload. And okay. Speaking of sucks. Yeah. Monday night. Uh, fu- this, this week's butt fuck of the week. It's on <laughs> Monday England. night. Yeah. New England at Buffalo. Dun, 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 dun. If this was in the middle of the 90s, I'd pick Buffalo all day. Twice boy, one. boy, I love losing Super Bowls. And B-I-L-L-S. Yeah, this, this is going to be like watching a live rape. Give me the Pats. <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark's going to be celebrating. Give me the Pats. The Pats. The... Did you all say right. the Pats? <laughs> yes, it came out wrong. Okay, and then that's it for the pros. Michigan on a bye. Michigan. Give me Michigan. <laughs> Give me a bye. 
by the way, this is a very good time for him to have a bye going into the next game at Penn State. Because this allows them to reset everything that they've shown on film. Mm-hmm. Just a little foreshadowing for next week. Probably the only good thing I'll say about Michigan going into next week. Just so you know. Savor the flavor. Purdue is coming to East Lansing. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I'm, I know how to pick this game. Now I yep. do not. Yep. So go, go ahead, Ice. Well, I mean, you can't you can't do that. One game to another doesn't matter. There there was a lot to do with weather there. There was. It didn't affect Michigan the way it affected Michigan State, but there was weather. I still picked State over Purdue, and I was going to save that. I didn't even say that in the chat. It's a damn shame that it was raining like it was because that's going to take away on a lot of people's eyes what Michigan did that game. Michigan kicked some ass that game, but a lot of people are going to say, well, there's weather, but there was. All right. Uh, I mean, Purdue housed Ohio State, but Michigan beat Penn, or Michigan State beat Penn State, ah, but they just lost to Michigan. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Welcome to the suck, sir. Yeah. Fuck it. 12-0. and 0. Give me the Spartans. <laughs> This is going to be the pick that cost me my season. Give me Purdue. Oh, Chicken nah. University. I, I'm picking Michigan State to be the spoiler alert team. They're the giant killer. Hey, if I have any defense of my pick in Purdue, it's Mike Allstott. So, well, former before team. you start calling them State a giant killer, Purdue isn't even ranked. No, but they beat Ohio State. That's... Purdue could still make a a, a, a a run for the fucking Big Ten West. That's how fucked the Big Ten West is. So, I'm just saying. And I mean, when they when they go against Northwestern, they lose. When they go against Penn State, they win. When they go against Michigan, they lose. Keep in mind, Purdue did lose to Eastern. But they beat Ohio State. They lost I'm to Northwestern, telling. and they lost to Missouri. All three teams, not ranked. <laughs> I, 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 look, I, it's just a feeling. I don't know, man. I. State. What Richard tried to say is he has to go to the bathroom. No, I already went. I already went. I was, I, I was, I was touching cloth. I took care of that while you guys were arguing about the, the Giants. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I. Purdue had an. If I'm wrong about this, I'm wrong about this. So fucking be it. I'll take my lumps. I think that win against Ohio State poured about 55 gallons of pure fucking guts down Purdue's throat. And they're only 3-1 and one in the conference. They're only one game behind Northwestern. They're on a four-game win streak. I think they got... I think they got their nut up, man. And I think State is kind of in shock. I don't think they were going to... I don't think they thought they were going to lose to Michigan like they did because that game was not as close as that score says. If it wasn't for that Michigan turnover, State won the scored period. And State knows that. True story. Oh, all right. Picks are in. Rich is a Boilermaker fan this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm tired as fuck. So... Just gonna just trap door right out of this bitch. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at Sporty Podcast. You can email us sportyacresformedia.net. New shows every Thursday. And next week we'll probably be talking about a new World Series champion. We'll see you then. 
Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.